Welcome to the Lighthouse Experiment, a Freedom Center Church podcast. Well, welcome back to another week of the Lighthouse Experiment podcast. This is Ashley Chandler and Jim Parkin. Yeah. So, new new stuff this week, right? Big church announcement. Yes, super good. You were a little surprised by it, right? So I knew because the chaplain deal that is a fire department kind of title, you know. Mm-hmm. I knew that, and the church had granted me local credentials. And for our listeners who don't know, is that I have not yet completed all the education to be credentialed as an Assemblies of God pastor, but our church can give me local credentials and for kind of to relate it to what we do in the EMS world is I am essentially I'm a pastor under my pastor's licensure. With a grace period to complete your education. Yeah. So I have that lasts for two years if I need two years, but I, that's really, it's not going to take two years. Super awesome. That's super cool. Well, congratulations, Jim. That's Thank awesome. Thank you. I was surprised when he had said that I would be recognized in that house as pastor. I, yeah. Because we had discussed yeah. just being called chaplain because there can only be one Pastor Jim, you know what I'm saying? But, <laughs> right. <sighs> pastor Parkin. I don't know. Yeah, I'll that'll work. Out. I don't care. Pastor yeah, that's Parkin. cool. Yeah. I like being called by my last name anyways. Yeah, but that's pretty fun. It's one of those times where, like, Everything's different now, you know, and it was interesting because the message on Sunday was about rights versus responsibilities and how as you progress, you know, when you're like single and you meet a girl, then when you were single, you had it was like all rights and then you meet someone and now there's more responsibilities and those responsibilities keep leveling up and leveling up and leveling up until you really don't have rights anymore. (laughs) <laughs> just <laughs> you only have responsibilities and that's cool too it's a cool it's a cool kind of headspace to be in but it's it's neat too because a lot of that goes hand in hand because then you have the responsibility of leading others and and right. that on your shoulders in a different capacity and a greater capacity in a lot of ways but then you also have the right in some ways now given to you by the fire department and um you know, the the church to be able to, now you have the right to maybe step into certain areas and lead and guide and stuff that you wouldn't have before too, but it goes right. like what you're saying along with that greater level of responsibility. So um, it's really cool. I mean, it's something that you've been talking about for some time. So yeah. to see it happening and to have it happen in such a crazy time, I think is the right time, if that makes yeah, sense. So that's for sure. It's just like, you know, that when people say there's levels to life and to, the, to whatever game you're in and whatever profession, it's just levels. There's levels in faith as well. And I just well, yeah. like I've, I, I've leveled up again. Yeah. It's not scary or intense or anything. It's just that I just can feel kind of the weight of it. Yeah. I think that's good. good. I think that's healthy and good and 
I think, we, you know, there should be a bit of that, you know. Yeah. So that's this week. This past Saturday, what did you do? Ah, I did Fit for the Cure. Mm. That's what I'm saying. There's been so much. Oh, man. Everybody that came out to Fit for the Cure, thank you. All the vendors, all the session leaders, all the sponsors, all the kids. I mean, if you don't know what I'm talking about, you need to get online and check out Eco's page. Um, So Ryan LaFontaine here in town and another person um, started this You Can Survive Foundation that raises money for cancer research. And so this is our second year in a row partnering with You Can Survive Eco, partnering with um, and businesses and gyms coming out um, and basically fundraising to fund cancer research. And it's yep. was phenomenal last year. It was on the Fenton High School field. Well, now this year, because of all the stuff up in the air with the schools and not knowing what to do, we hosted it at Freedom Center Grounds, which turned out to be amazing. We had, I think, 10 different vendor booths that came. Um, uh, a lot of them sponsored. We had Fuel Up Fresh that came and did food. We had, um, I think, which, I forget which kids foundation that we went through to do the entrepreneur stuff, but we had like 10 or 12 different kids booths that came and they're little entrepreneurs and 10% of their profits they gave back to You Can Survive. We did a wheel fun and one of our favorite local paramedics did a session on Stop the Bleed. Boom. That was pretty tight. That was a good class. Good. Yeah. How did that, that go? Class. <laughs> <laughs> that was pretty cool. It was a small group, but it was, it was cool, you know, because uh, Stop the Bleed is like I explained like in that session, for if you don't know, it's kind of like uh, CPR for the non-healthcare provider was back in the day. It's okay. kind of a grassroots thing still, but it's showing people the the tourniquet application and how to to effectively work to stop a bleeding wound prior to okay. EMS arriving. That's you because awesome. it takes us on average, say six to ten minutes. So. You know, if you can, you can engage with that. And, and in my career, I've watched where, I mean, some people try to do CPR and it's their loved one and they're freaking out. So it's not quite right. But other times there's people that have, I can testify that they have saved their loved one's life because they knew exactly what to do and how to do it. And that's awesome. So, and this is one of those things. If you are, uh, like I shared in the class, Michigan is a place where, People hunt and fish and, and ride four-wheelers and motorcycles, so you get injured, and it's way deep off the beaten path, and it takes us a little bit longer to get there. So if you know what to do to help your buddy out, you know what I mean? It's, it's so a big good. deal. Super cool. So, yeah, thank you so much for coming out there, um, for Swartz being, you know, thank you, Swartz, for letting go of one of your medics for a morning to be able to, you know, bring him out and stuff. So we really appreciate it. Yeah, man. That was cool. Had a good time. It's just it's cool to see stuff like that go down. So, for this week, so I had posted earlier this evening. I threw it out there on Facebook that we were recording tonight, and I was just a little asking for a little help because I wasn't coming up with anything in my head to talk about. So one of our friends and and a lady from our church, Susan Stott, she asked this question. It said that she understands and knows that we. There's so much heart-wrenching, traumatic, just gnarly things that we see in the first responder world. 
she asked what are some of the hilarious things <laughs> that I or we have been involved with. So. <laughs> I like that. Thank you, Susan. If you don't know Susan, about every day she posts the I am thankful post. And yes. she'll put like a bunch of what seems like really random things together. And there's been a few times where I've had to like Google search what she's talking about. Like there was one time there was this thing that sounded like some land formation and it was really this pretty little bird or something. I had no idea. I'd never heard the word before. Um, so I love you, Susan. Thank you so much for yeah, being here. Yeah. yeah. So and, and yeah. she'll put that she's thankful for super practical things like mini blinds or something like that. Yes. Yes. And then the other morning, cause we did a, we did a little switcheroo and put like a, a frosted kind of look on our, one of our bathroom windows. So the higher part that you wouldn't be able to see in from the ground doesn't have anything on it. So like 6.30, the sun beamed down through there. And, you know, I would have been thankful if those mini blinds were still there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, one time she put, um, I'm thankful for TV trays. And I'm like, I mean, yeah. I mean, <laughs> so it's just, it's just good. But it's, it's important, good. right? That's an important thing to do, especially in the times we're in. Yes. Instead yes. of just being and mad or stressed, yes. find the handful of things like some people might be thankful for euchre. I wouldn't be, but some people <laughs> You wouldn't might. be thankful for Matchbox 20 either, but we have I been I would not very be grateful. thankful for Matchbox 20, Sarah Harmer. <laughs> we'll I would never to, be thankful for Matchbox 20. But, we'll have to um, discuss that <laughs> off air sometime. <laughs> Because I would like to know your reasoning, but we probably shouldn't discuss it right now. No, no, no. <laughs> well, that'll be offline discussion. Yeah, that'll be fine. So what are some hilarious things that you have seen? Oh, then? man. So, well, I'll just a few, just a handful, maybe two or three calls. And it, okay, this first one isn't going to seem like... So, I mean, the thing you got to understand is for those of us that are like police, fire, EMS, for veterans, for ER nurses and docs, so our, our humor is a little bit darker, <laughs> little, maybe a little bit more warped, and it might not seem that funny Right. how I set this up, but it was funny to be there in that moment. So this is several years ago. I might still have been an EMT at the time. I might just been going through the medic program, but we get called out for a rollover MVA, motor vehicle accident, and it's just south of Holly Road on I-75, and there used to be no, they made the median different and stuff like that, but it used to be there's some guardrails, like kind of in the middle and whatever, and it was pretty snowy, and this truck had rolled you know, several times, and that's what we're responding to, rollover PI. Okay. So we get on scene, and we go to this truck, and the guardrail had literally pierced all the way through the cab at, like, waist level. Whoa. But there's nobody in the truck, right? <gasps> and we're thinking, like, so we, now we got to put the fire truck lights up super bright, and we got to go looking for this this person or whatever. And... uh <laughs> Nick, uh, seriously, it really is going to text me a Rob Thomas picture right now. But anyway, <laughs> oh, I love my husband. <laughs> Whatever. Anyway, so this dude, we're looking for the guy, 
And it's like nowhere to be found. There's no blood, no nothing. Just this guardrail is literally pierced through both doors, right through, right about waist level of this cab. Weird. Okay. We Super weird. When all of the sudden, this like middle-aged dude stands up about 200 yards further south in the snow, holding like a fifth of Jack Daniels. Just wasted. No idea what's going on. Stumbling around. Still drinking. So, I mean, I know that doesn't sound funny, but to us, just the appearance of some dude popping up, falling all over the place. Hey, guys. It Yeah, seriously. Like, what happened? Like, disagreeing with us? Did anything? Like, didn't even know he was in his car. He's so lucky he got thrown from it before it got pierced then, right? (laughs) Right, yeah. So that's probably what happened. I don't know. Oh, man. So I guess not that funny. To me, it's funny. But situational, but, right? It's kind of one of those cartoon things where, like, something happens right. and then, like, bloop, <laughs> you know? Right. Exactly. So many things. And like I said, it's a weird concept, right? Because it, it, doesn't, it doesn't seem funny, really, to everyone. <laughs> like yeah, but how often do you try to, like, retell a joke and you're, I've done this before. I'm busting at the gut telling this joke. And it's not really funny to anybody else. I'm like, I swear, it was right. so funny, you know. But um, right. Well, and like, did anybody like, involved with this this job in this world? That is, it was pretty dang funny. Well, um, and what about the one time? Uh, I don't know if you're going to tell this one, but the guy that you want to take the selfie with that we always joke about. Oh yeah, so yeah, so that dude, that was a dude. I think that was also some type of motorcycle crash, but he had basically pierced himself like impaled himself with a a basically like a fence yeah or tree or something but, but a, it think was, a fence wasn't it like through his shoulder or something yeah so it was underneath his clavicle ah. so which was not broken so it just perfectly he was just hung up <laughs> and i just <laughs> really wanted to get a picture with the guy he was he was fine, you know. He right. wasn't like in no danger, but it was one of those things. You're not I probably will never see that again. But also, like I I remember I had joked with you before, like if that was me and I knew I was gonna live and everything was cool, like I might want a selfie just to like show my buddies, like to prove that that happened, you know. But well, yeah, probably not appropriate. Like let me take the selfie on your phone because it'd be against HIPAA for me to take it on mine. It's weird, too. So, like, now that I think about it, there's, like, I mean, there's weird stuff that's happened. And, I mean, people, <laughs> I can't, I just, there's things I can't say. Cause I know. Just because so, of the, the, the network we're on. You'll have to hit me up offline. Right. For some of these things. <laughs> right. But, like. But, and know. it's just, the, it's the nature of your field, too. Well, and, and maybe that's a good thing to talk about, right? Because for what is funny, you know. What's funny to us is just not that funny to anybody else. Right. So it's, it's still, it's a good topic. I appreciate the topic because I, the more I think about it, you know, I can remember we went out to, uh, what's it, La Marsa? Is that the place in Fenton? Yeah. For, for Nick's birthday. Remember we all met up and surprised him? Yeah, yeah. So uh, we were talking about, I was talking about that kid that was super stressed out and <laughs> was trying to hurt herself, and, and she was stressed out because of a math grade she had failed. But then when she 
she just did the math wrong when she was trying to hurt herself and ended up just like breaking her ankles. And to me, <laughs> that's funny. Right. That's hysterical, like the irony <laughs> that she did the math wrong and she was still stressed out about doing math wrong. Oh, to me, man. that's that is, funny. It is funny. But to like our friends that were there that night, they're that's, like, that's horrible. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's stressful already to to deal with stuff, you know. So I think it's just the wisdom and the maturity to know, you know, who can who it who it benefits and who it's appropriate for and and when it's not necessary. I mean, you wouldn't go into somebody's a patient's room and l- joke like that in front of their family. Like, you know, that's it's not what the joke is for, well, the, no, you know. Yeah, right. So it's not, you know, I think I think the majority of folks understand that and stuff, but it is funny to hear some of I mean, there's still times I'm like no way. Like no way. I just don't <laughs> think about that stuff, you know, and Right. So it is pretty incredible the crazy things that can happen and yet the medical field and all these incredible first responders and the ER nurses and everything can do something about it, you know. Um, Oh, yeah. It's it's just amazing, you know. Um, I mean, some of the, so maybe not as funny or whatever, but some of the, the crazy, strange things. I mean, I've told you guys about, I've had guys that have, like framers where they'll nail their hand yeah right to the wood and then cut above and below it so i get there and the dude's just got a big piece of two by four on his hand (laughs) yes i remember not even mad about it you know what i mean and then just it's a weird thing to think of as well there was a lady one time that needed to be taken from her backyard to her front yard so a radio flyer wagon was used that was you know so what what happened (laughs) What happened? So there was a crew. I'm not even involved. This one is not my thing. My partner that I work with currently, he was working with a different dude at the time. So they respond to this person, and she's like having, I don't remember, I don't even know the nature of the call, but she was off in her backyard in the city in Flint, and they needed to get her to the front of the house, to the ambulance. Well, they were back there with her, and the stretcher wasn't with them, so rather than get the stretcher, they put her, she, they, she sat down on an old radio flyer wagon, like a little red wagon, <laughs> and they pulled her through the yard to the front. Oh, that's great. Oh, that's great. And they're, you know, it's just weird. This is a you weird topic, what? man. I'm tripping out right now. I don't know. Like, just... None of this stuff is going to seem funny. I wonder what everybody else is going to think. Please comment. Please message us. Let us know if like, you think this is like absolutely ridiculous or... This is so like EMS people are are cracking up because they know. Right. They know because they've been there. Right. You know, I'm trying to think of, um, I don't know, even just some of the personalities that you run into because everybody's also different. Right. You know. Um, Oh, yeah. Yes. I think I remember. um, Oh, the guy that um, was cutting down trees with his buddies and. um I forget one of them was it's just the way he was talking. I don't know. It was just people are just funny too, you know. Like you just remember different people how they respond to different things and stuff. And yeah, it's just it's just interesting. We we've had people kick their buddies out of there. So there's these I think like six dudes, and they were all they're all kind of homeless guys. They're all uh, drinking all the time, you know, drinking that cheap 
like Steel Reserve gross, like 99 cents out the door beers. Right. And, and one of their buddies was just sick and wanted to get detoxed, and they kicked him out of the group. But, the, like, the oh. lecture given to kick him out of the friends group was just, it was, like, a solid 15 minutes. Oh, no. Of just, of just lecture. And then it would, like, it would, it'd be almost inspiring in some, in some parts. But then, you know, basically they're just kicking the dude out of the group, which is immaterial because I'm sure he left the hospital later, a couple sandwiches down. Right. Got a little sobered up and, and went right back to the crew, but. Right. Yeah. Oh, wow. This is weird. It just goes to show, though, kind of like what we're dealing with here. You know, it's a very troubling, depraved world. You yeah. Know? And and for us, that that all like that are all first responders, be it fire, police, or EMS, or the nurses or the docs, it's it's just one of those things you just get. And to like I said, like to us, it's going to be, it is super funny. It's super funny when people put things in places that they don't belong. Right. You know what I mean? Right. It's, it's funny. But to the outside world, it's just dark. Right. You know? All the stuff that's going on now, it's just, just kind of compiles and adds to it. Yeah. So it's, I, when it comes to humor in, in first responder world, it's just, it's kind of our own thing. Unless, I mean, it's different for you because you've been around us for so long now. Right. You've kind of peeled those layers back. And in many, many ways, you get the jokes. Right. You know what I mean? Like you and Nick both. You guys have been around us. You understand the jokes. And so you you can look at it kind of from our perspective. But if you're not like right in this world or been around us for any significant amount of time, you know, it's just, it won't seem funny. Right. Even though, to me, a lot of these things are hysterical. I think you got to be able to keep things in perspective too, you know, um, and you get to meet people at such normal parts of their life, you know, um, and I think it's good for folks to remember too, that not all the calls are car accidents and, you know, houses burning down, you know, it's, it's not all that. Sometimes it's just somebody's short on breath and they're worried and they don't have anybody else in their home to check on them. And so they're calling you, you know, so some of these things are just so simple. And so, and when you see them day after day after day, you know, for somebody that, you know, even the folks that you've had to give the, what, the narco to get them out of their, yeah, yeah, Narcan. Yeah. I mean, I've seen you describe somebody like shooting right up, you know, like they're, you know, oh, yeah. like, like Undertaker, like phew, popping yeah, right up. Yeah, like getting woke out of it, woke up from a dead sleep in the middle of the night, and you're like, I'm awake, you know, and they're freaking out, like trying to figure out what's going on, you know. Um, right. You you see that so many times. I mean, seeing you describe it, it is kind of funny sometimes, depending on how you're, you know. But then there's the other side of it that here's a real person that's dealing with a drug overdose, you know what I mean? So. Right. There's that bit of like, but that that person didn't die that day, you know. So there's that little bit of I can joke about it because they didn't die and I got to them in time, 
type thing, you know? Right. So, I mean, there's just a lot of layers of that. And I think that folks that don't understand first response, just give, give people a little bit of a grace, you know, to be able to say things that might come off a little bit, not so right. And try to look through, cause that's (laughs) usually what I'm looking for. I'm a good way to say it. Yeah. Look, look, look for the, the root heart of what they're trying to communicate. You know, like I wouldn't be so worried about maybe how it's coming out, but that, that one, somebody's trusting you enough to share. And, yeah. you know, you know, I mean, there's a lot of cool things about that. So, but, yeah. You know, good. this is a couple of things, though, that have happened this year that have been. One is, it's almost it's like more interesting and, and puzzling and bizarre and, and unique and all those words than funny. But it was, a, it was another instance where we're responding for an overdose. But when we get to the house... We have a, like, there is an unresponsive female patient. That's our patient. Okay. But the dude that met us at the door is wearing one of those, like, uh, rainbow unicorn onesie things. Really? With the hood up. And, like, so this is a grown dude with, like, a full beard. And he's got, he's got the unicorn onesie on and, like, rain boots. And there's another dude with a kilt and, like, on and like a wife beater tank top and and it's just like all these levels then there's another dude that comes through and he's like in a suit because he's getting ready to leave for work and like none of them so we're dealing with the overdosed girl and it's like nobody's wearing masks mm. they literally had no idea that anything in regards to a pandemic wow. or a killer virus was happening wow no clue and it's just but it's just it was weird to walk into the scenario with all these different characters yeah and what they had in common is that they were clueless to anything wow that's other than what goes on right in that space right wow and then of course there was a few weeks prior to that we had a responded as a just one of the crews responding for a, a residential structure fire in the city of Flint. And we had one patient. We get called because there was an entrapped patient, which means there's somebody stuck in the house and it's on fire. Okay. Okay. By the time we get there, the gentleman had broken out a window and got himself out. So he's in the front yard. Here's the caveat. He is bare naked. No clothes naked. Mm. And he comes directly to me. Had been cooking... And there's a little grease fire, and it caught the kitchen on fire, and he took a lot of smoke and all that other stuff. So here's this dude. He's all cut up from literal head to toe, (laughs) and just this nude dude. And then there I go, helping this guy down the street. So picture that image. Yeah. There's your boy walking down the road as all his fireman buddies are pouring onto the scene with his arm around uh, naked dude with soot all over his face and yeah. body. Aw, buddy. Mm-hmm. So, fast forward to a couple weeks later, because one of those firemen is actually my training officer. Okay. Captain Pat Murphy. Shout out. And there was a picture. There's a picture of me with my arm around naked man. What? That's a Kodak moment, Jim. 
Yeah, I guess for everybody else, but <laughs> see, and that is funny. And the he, dude, he, he was okay. He you know was what okay. I mean? He got we out. took him to the hospital. Yeah, and and everything was good. But the things people do in their own homes. Well, apparently. and you know what? You treated him with dignity. He got out. I mean, so many great things happened, and I'm sure. I mean that I just can't imagine going through something like that. Anyways, it's just crazy. So, I mean, it's just well, like, it's just cool that first responders. Why would anybody cook with no clothes on? I, you know, there's there's a lot of other questions that we may not be able to answer in uh, a, a timely fashion <laughs> on <laughs> on one podcast. <laughs> this is why do people do the things they do, man? If I could understand that, I don't know. Then... I don't know. I don't think we should discuss it. It's so weird, man. So, it's so weird. weird. What's funny, what's, what is really, and, and you have to look at it this way, what is really hilarious, the hilarity in the whole thing is that we see all of that stuff, and it's time and time and time yeah. and time again. Yeah. And you just take care of those people no matter what. Mm-hmm. But, but in those moments... I know that everybody that I know and why I'm so proud to work in the city and in, in the county I work in is because the the EMS providers here and the county medics and, you know, and the police officers and all that, they, they do treat people with dignity and respect. I would tell people, um, and most of these people that listen to our podcast are first responders anyhow, but... If you're not and you have never watched the Flinttown documentary on Netflix and you want to get a good handle for what uh, a police department in a broken down, desperate city go through, then I highly recommend it. Okay. But it's, you know, and that's nothing funny. <laughs> right. There's nothing funny about it, but it's it's important. You know, these are some of the things kind of to switch gears for people that understand. Yeah. I was talking to Pastor Kim the other day on Saturday. And for us, it's like breathing. Being in service to someone other than yourself is just, it's breathing air. And we can't help it. And so we have found ways to deal with all the darkness. And that's by laughing at it. Yeah. Not all the time. Right, right. I, I can tell you that most of us get our hearts broken every single day. Yeah. Every day. Yeah. But kind of a weird thing. And for me, I can't speak for everyone, but for me, with faith, my heart never breaks. Because if that makes sense, it's not, it doesn't break. It gets broken in the way that God's gets broken. Right, right. I've really made a strange shift here, I know, but bear with me. It just, <laughs> it just, you know what I mean? Yeah. So we're, we're set up in, in, in a way that it hurts. It's terrible to see people at their worst right over and over and over several times in 12 hours yeah so you have to be you have to find some sort of way so we've all been given this gift of weird humor that's good so that's awesome anyways well we went kind of long this was kind of a heavy kind of rambled a little bit but not sorry it was good stories it was good so it was good keep your heads up stick together if you need me, reach out. Yep. I am your chaplain. Yeah, let us know if you need anything. Text me, hit me on Messenger. Yep. Whatever you need to, you know, hit us up, let us know. 
Um, I am traveling these days with a handful of cards, gift cards to some local coffee shops. Make sure you hit me up. Yes, yes. Keep looking us up on the socials. Uh, Thank you, Freedom Center Church, for all that you do. Thank you, you, Kingdom Builders. Um, Thank you to everybody that listens each week. And uh, we love you, fam. Thank you for checking in again this week. Right on. See ya. See you next time. Peace.